Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I'm going to make this quick because I have a lot of stuff going on today, but listen to this. Headline at CNN.com. Senators receive classified briefing on UFO sightings. Let me read that again to you. Senators receive classified briefing on UFO sightings. <laughs> this took place yesterday. You know, this is not the day the Earth stood still. This is not some sci-fi B-movie from the 1950s. This is, however, how it begins to happen, how it rolls out in the real world in real time. So let me just go ahead and start reading this article to you, again, from CNN.com. A group, uh, and of course it says Washington, D.C., a group of U.S. senators including the vice chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, received a classified briefing Wednesday about a series of reported encounters by the U.S. Navy with unidentified aircraft, according to a congressional aide. Did you catch that word classified? Now, why the hell is that? Don't we pay enough taxes? We, we, we don't get to know? Okay. It goes on to say, quote, if pilots at Oceana or elsewhere are reporting flight hazards that interfere with training or put them at risk, then Senator Warner wants answers. It doesn't matter if it's weather or balloons, little green men, or something else entirely. We can't ask our pilots to put their lives at risk unnecessarily, end quote. Rachel Cohen, the spokeswoman for Democratic Virginia Senator Mark Warner, told CNN. Okay, let me pause here for a minute. <clears throat> okay, she said, if pilots at Oceana, so you might be like me, like, okay, what exactly is Oceana again? Okay, so here is Oceana as a definition. It is a geographical area consisting of the islands of the Central and South Pacific, including Melanesia, Micronesia, and Polynesia, Australasia, and the Malay Archipelago, all right? So basically, it's the Pacific Ocean. And if you are not that great at geography, the Pacific Ocean, it's the largest and the deepest body of water on Earth. They say here all of the world's continents could fit into the Pacific Basin. That's how much space is there and when you look at it three-dimensionally and you consider how much depth is there i mean anything could be down there there could be a whole other world down there we've scarcely explored it you know the deepest point in the world is the marionic trench and that's of course there in the pacific and it is 36,070 feet deep and if you don't go by feet, you go by meters, well, it's 10,994 meters. So imagine, you know, taking something, you know, you could put Mount Everest down there in that trench and still have plenty of room left over. And it's interesting that we have all these sightings around these really deep parts of the, the Earth's oceans. Uh, you know, obviously, I spent, uh, I've spent many years in Puerto Rico doing research and the second deepest point in the world is the Puerto Rico Trench. It's the deepest point in the Atlantic Ocean, of course. And it is 
27,480 feet deep. So you could take Mount Everest and put it down in there, and you just have the tip of it sticking up. So these are very, very deep spots on Earth. And uh, so you, you, I think it's interesting to bear that in mind when you start thinking about what's possible and whether or not maybe these UFOs, yeah, they're flying around in the sky, but maybe they are also going in and out of the water and there's something underwater. Maybe the medium doesn't really matter given their type of technology. I mean, you remember the, the OUS uh, or the OUFO video and production that I gave you about my research in Puerto Rico, where we, you, you clearly had homeland security footage of these UFOs bobbing around, sort of playing about the surface of the water, and then finally they just appear to dip into the water and vanish. Where did they go? They didn't come back up and shoot off into the sky. No, they dipped down. They went into the water. They went below the surface. So, again, that quote is, if pilots at Oceana or elsewhere are reporting flight hazards that interfere with training or put them at risk, then Senator Warner wants answers. It doesn't matter if it's weather balloons, little green men, or something else entirely. We cannot ask our pilots to put their lives at risk unnecessarily, end quote. Uh, okay, so that's, you know, it, it is notable that little, little green men were, were thrown into the mix, okay? So the briefing was first reported by Politico. The story, I'm just going to continue reading it now, says President Donald Trump recently confirmed that he was also briefed on reports of Navy pilots spotting unidentified flying objects. Quote, I did have one very brief meeting on it, Trump told ABC News in an interview that aired Sunday. Quote, but people are saying they're seeing UFOs. Do I believe it? Not particularly, end quote. Several pilots told the New York Times in an article published in May about multiple encounters with UFOs with no visible engine or infrared exhaust plumes. In April, the Navy introduced guidelines for its pilots to report unexplainable events so the military can keep track of what may or may not be happening. Politico first reported on this matter. A Navy official told CNN at the time, that the Navy does not believe aliens have been flying around U.S. airspace, but there have been, quote, a number of reports of unauthorized and or unidentified aircraft entering various military-controlled ranges and designated airspace in recent years, end quote, the Navy said in a statement. The Navy said these kinds of incursions pose both a security risk and a safety hazard. Quote, for safety and security concerns, the Navy and the United States Air Force takes these reports very seriously and investigates each and every report, end quote, the statement said. All right. So do you see, again, what's happening here? Now, if these same events were happening 50 years ago, then we would never hear about it at all. But... The, the only reason, the only reason that we are getting this kind of coverage right now is because of the Internet. And I don't mean that directly. I mean it's because of the Internet age. It's the age when, in, you know, if, back in the old days, if I wanted to get in touch with the media, I had to go get a piece of paper, and then I had to find a pen or a typewriter or something, and 
make something, you know, it takes some time. It's a little project. You know, you type up your press release or type up your letter or whatever. Then you got to find an envelope. Oh, crap. Oh, I got it. Now I got to find a stamp. You know, and you have, you have to put all this together. And then you, you go, well, when am I going to have a chance to go to the mailbox? Uh, unless, of course, you want to entrust it to your, you know, putting it in your mailbox and then maybe it doesn't get rained on or maybe it will or, you know, right. All, it was a project to send some, some something to the media. Now, you sit down, you type something up, you hit, boom, sent. It's gone. You can't censor that unless, of course, you control the Internet. That's what we have to fear. Because he or she who controls the Internet controls the future of humankind. And so we right now have this freedom of information that's flowing so transparently that it cannot be controlled by governments. And I've always known that eventually, if something is true, then it will become known and accepted because you can't contain it forever, especially not when you have the ability to communicate so quickly and efficiently. And, you know, I hate to get uh, biblical on you, but it reminds me very much of this uh, quote from Jesus. Pretty sure Jesus said this. Uh, Matthew 10.26 says, For nothing is concealed that will not be uncovered, or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim it from the housetops. And I guarantee you, as our technology gets better and better and more sophisticated, we are basically going to be at the point maybe in the next hundred years where we're virtually telepathic. Like we don't even have to sit down and write a message and hit send. And that's kind of scary in, in many ways because, well, that's when we'll probably kill ourselves as a, as a society. You know, like I've always thought if humans were telepathic, we destroy each other in 24 hours. Probably if you knew what everybody was actually thinking about you and everybody knew what you were actually thinking about them, yeah, there's a reason that hasn't evolved biologically for us, and so if if we if we if we reach that point, that might be the end. But anyway, what I can tell you is that when you when you read a story like this and you see what's happening and you see the mainstream attention that's that's picking up steam and snowballing and all that, all I can tell you is that this is coming out. Okay, one way or another, disclosure is happening one way or another. We, none of us knew exactly how it would happen, but this is how it happens. And I don't care what you think of Donald Trump, but I believe that Donald Trump would love to go down in history to have that statue somewhere in Washington, D.C., that big Trump statue, for being the guy who finally proclaimed from the housetops that we are not alone. So, I got to run here, but keep in mind, uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening, and if you want to see some of the latest, some of the greatest, some of the most amazing, you better get your ass to Las Vegas and come see my, that's right, I created it, the, the Joshua P. Warren Presents Creepy Vegas Ghost and UFO Show. Yes, I'm traveling, and I'm not always there in person, but don't worry. Nick Weird is your host. 
and you'll have one hell of a good time. You'll see some of the debris from Roswell. You'll see some amazing stuff. CreepyVegas.com. CreepyVegas.com. costs $19.95. If you find a better deal than that in Las Vegas, you better take it. Let me tell you. CreepyVegas.com. And, of course, this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short, always free, commercial-free, independent, uncensored. If you go to my website, JoshuaPWarren.com, there's no period after the P, but if you go to JoshuaPWarren.com, you can find a link to this website, or excuse me, to this podcast. Uh, it's a little red box there, uh, top right side of the homepage. You click that, and you can subscribe through various means, or just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.